Support for today's episode comes from Dame Products, a sexual wellness brand with the goal of closing the pleasure gap. I personally love the versatility of all the products. And if it says it's a G-spot, don't worry. You can use it on your clit, your nipple. It's so many options. And as a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie10. That's Boonie, all caps, one zero. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on the BooniBreakdown.com. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Boonie. And you're listening to the Boonie Breakdown podcast. Your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, we're back. That's right, we're back. All new episodes of season 12 of the Boonie Breakdown podcast start right fucking now and back every Monday while we're in season. Thank you so much for letting me take an extended hiatus, an extended pause, because I just needed to recharge, get my shit together. Just, I just needed a break. And so thank you. Thank you so much for indulging me. I was about to push this back two more weeks. But I said, no, girl, just go ahead and do it. Because if you don't, you wasn't going to do it. So, you know, kicking off season 12 after a long hiatus. I know you guys missed him. I missed him, too. So this week's episode guest is none other than our problematic fave, Brian. So he is here. I don't even know if this is too outrageous, but we have a good conversation. I don't know why. He he wanted to talk about prenups. So we talk about prenups. I asked him, are men, are men really single? Are men ever really single? Because I feel like us women, we be single, but men don't be single. We talk about some of the live shows and then we have a conversation about time versus money versus attraction. All right. So you want to stick around for that conversation. We're going to hop right into it. My pick of the week. I have not done one of these for weeks, months even, but I'm so excited. So my pick of the week is none other. Y'all might hate me for this. I don't know. Maybe not. Damien Targaryen. If you are not watching House of Dragons, which I know that's not the name of the show, it's House of the Dragon, but House of Dragons just sounds so much better. (laughs) So if you're not watching that show over on HBO, which is the Game of Thrones prequel, right? Um, You're really missing out. Every fucking episode is just so fucking good. Like each episode tops the episode from the week before. And for me, the star of the show is none other than Damien Targaryen. And it's interesting. The guy who is the actor, Matt Smith, a very common name. And I've seen him in a few things. He's in The Crown on Netflix. I've seen him in some other stuff. And he always plays like such a different character. But I feel like he's carrying this show. For me, he is my favorite character. I look forward to him. He be killing scenes. I think it was one episode where he didn't even say anything. He said no words the entire episode, but it was like so amazing. (laughs) So shout out to Damien Targaryen. That is it. I mean, the only really um, gross thing about the show is just like, the level of incestuous relationships in this show. And I think it's even, it grosses me out even more the fact that they need, they feel the need to show us um, how incestuous this shit is. Like, okay, he's the girl's uncle. I don't need to see them having a sex scene. I understand that they are together. They have forged. We can move forward. But no, no, no. They must show us a sex scene between uncle and niece brother and sister it's just it's i think the incestuous relationships in this show far exceed anything that was in game of thrones but again it's so good and i just want to know like the guy george rr R. martin is that his name the who wrote the books like what is going on in that man's mind because when you think about the complexity and the level of detail this man has put into these characters and these like they have 
lineage. Like he has whole full fledged family charts, <laughs> like it's family trees for multiple family. It's quite amazing. So go check it out if you haven't. Um, but that is my boony warning. It is very incestuous, but it's good nonetheless. And Damien Targaryen is the star of the show for me. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. All right. First up, I just want to thank everyone who came out to a Boonie live show uh, this summer, this fall, whenever it was. We had an amazing time in Baltimore. We had an amazing time in New York. And Raleigh was so different, but we had a great time there, too. And why Raleigh was different, it was because the first time I had all ladies for a panel and all ladies in the audience. The energy was crazy in Raleigh. And I really, really loved the safe space that was cultivated there. Um, but each show brought something different. So I want to thank all of my guests, um, our problematic fave, Brian, uh, Tashia, Mecca, Tahoe, Goody, and Ayana. Um, they were amazing. They each brought their own different energy and flair to our space. I also want to thank those of you who watched the New York live stream. Um, I was so happy to know that the show translated for those watching who weren't in the physical space. I rewatched the live show and it was amazing one to watch a live show because half the time I don't remember a lot of stuff that happens because the energy, the adrenaline, and it'd, be, it'd just be gone. Um, so it was great to do that. Thanks for those who did the, the live stream, who brought the replay. I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we had Magic Wand, as always, One Condoms, Aunt Boozy Treats, Robbie's Happy Place, Foria Wellness, Dame Products. I feel like I'm forgetting someone on Boozy's Treats because they set it all the way out in Raleigh. Those folks had shrimp and grips, mac and cheese, chicken and waffles, drunken fruit. It was bomb. Um, so again, thank you so much. I, I would love to see some of you guys' requests for where we go next year. But there are no more live shows this year. I don't compete with the holidays and it's my birthday season. So no, 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 no. But 2023, we'll try to get... I know I've only done three at a time. Maybe we'll see if we could do four next year. I don't know. But you know, this this is time, money, energy, effort, all those things. But again, thank you guys for supporting, supporting, supporting. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Also at the live shows, we rolled out new merch. That's right. New merch rolled out. Um, so we have a whole new Hold My State t-shirt series. Um, I'm going to put them on some sweatshirts because I had that request. Um, so that's five sayings in the whole my stay series. Um, and it's a few other t-shirts, um, that rolled out at the live show. And because if you did not get a chance to get them at the low, 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 low price at the live show, they're all up on the website at the booniebreakdown.com backslash shop. But I am going to launch a promo code for those of you who are listening to this episode. You can use the promo code 12. You spell it out 12. Um, and you will save 10% on your purchase. All right. That is good through November 5th. All right. So November 5th, 2022, use the code 12. All right. One last thing in this housekeeping thing is if you're new here or you found us from someone else or your friend sent you this episode, I really want to encourage you to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Booney Breakdown. We are on TikTok, Pinterest, 
Instagram, Facebook at the Boonie Breakdown. Um, just be sure to do that. I appreciate it when you tag us. This is the first episode in a long time, so I'm gonna have to drum up that interest again. So if you share this in your Insta story, you put it in your group chat, all that stuff. If you do share it in your Insta story, tag us. If your page is open, I'll reshare it. I love when you guys do that. It helps us grow. It helps us spread the word. And I appreciate you so much. But drop it in that group chat. Tell your friends, listen to this. This is what Brian said. Y'all agree? Do that shit, all right? And I appreciate you so much, all right? So that is it for me. Let's get ready to break it down. All right, y'all. So, of course, I had to start season 12 out with our problematic fave. Hey, Brian. Hey, what's going on? What's I'm up? Good. What's up, good people? How you? Been? It's been a long time, friend. It's been months. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to say I took my punishment. Um, I, I had some time to think while I was away. Only punished me. Shit, I- <laughs> a live show without me i don't know what i did i haven't been able to record in a while but i promise <laughs> i'll be better i felt like after the new york show i got in trouble do you okay so let's talk we we did do the shows we had baltimore we had new york and baltimore you did what you do new york was a different vibe because it's rare that i have you on stage with another guy and that energy was different gotta admit I mean, I I mean, I don't have nothing against him, but that's the thing where I like I can't be on that with other men. Like it's just one of them situations. <laughs> it's like you know, my facial expressions don't hide how I feel. So it was a lot of times where I didn't say anything, but after the show, you was like, "Yo, your face was like," and I can't even like it's so it was so long ago I had to go back and listen, but it was a couple times where I felt like, "Yo, really? Like really? Like come on, really? That's what you're doing? Okay." <laughs> And it's funny because he was aware of it too. And we were talking via text. Tahoe was like, you know, I hope he don't think I was beating up on him because I really think he's smart, but he's just raw and the world doesn't like raw anymore. And, um, yeah. And that's why he got jammed up on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And so my whole thing with that is that I don't really care what the world likes. Um, I, the one thing I love about this show is we're not doing it for no like special ratings. We're not doing it for no sponsors. I'd rather be raw because I'm always real. Like I always know that even when I say something that's ignorant, like it's how I feel and I can explain it to almost get you to understand where I'm coming from. But I, this, this is what I do for a living. So like I will finesse the shit out of anything <laughs> <laughs> I want be, like I can rationalize the fuck out of something. So when I say, oh, I don't believe in consent, I'm not saying like we out here raping people. But if I'm in the bedroom with my lady, no, I'm not asking her, can I kiss her there? Like, can I kiss you here? Like, and he like, well, maybe you should try it. She'll like that. She'll get what? Like, Nick, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so if you miss the New York show, um, and you were still on the fence. I you can buy the replay because ain't shit free over here, but you can buy the replay. Just um shoot me an email, DM me or whatever. But I thought the New York show was really good. I thought it was um, I'm gonna say this, it was one of my favorites in two regards because the I thought I really liked the venue, and that was one. Um 
I feel like of all the venues we've done, that might have been my favorite venue by far. And two, they had that motherfucking live stream looking professional as shit, okay? I really feel like the bar is way too high. So if I do a live stream again, it's like, shit, it can't be on no janky shit because that shit was like, like a fucking talk show for real. It was really good looking, so. So what I will say is that um, I enjoyed the New York show. Um, New York is just always a whole different vibe. I felt like the energy of the city definitely carried Ooh. over. And I feel like it was a girl in the back who wanted to cut your dick off. <laughs> in the bathroom. Like, she was coming out the bathroom. I was coming in. And I was like, somebody had already told me. It was like, yo, they was like calling you all types of names. So, you know me, like, I'm an antagonist. I'm a, you know, fuck with people. So I was like, hey, did y'all ladies enjoy the show? They was like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like, glad you enjoyed it. But... <laughs> You know, that type of stuff don't bother me. And I and I want, you know, people to know, like, the Tahoe stuff don't bother me. It still was a great show. Like, I mean, it it was just one of those situations where, like, I'm like, all right, cool. He do this because that's what he do. And he doing it for, like, his audience or his ratings or whatever he say. But, I mean, for me, like I said, I'm going to be raw. So I'm glad he picked up on the fact, like, people don't like raw, whatever. Like, I don't care what people think. Um, that's why I'm the problematic fave. That is why you're our problematic fave and why we love you here. You know what? I got to give you some more credit, yo. And then I'm going to get off this credit train. No. Um, I was talking (laughs) about you earlier today because I was telling somebody how some shit you had said before in the episode. I was like, let me give this a try because Brian low-key know what he's talking about. So... (laughs) as i've been getting to know some people and and talking to some gentlemen callers i was like you know what i'm gonna stop saying that shit because brian said stop telling these niggas what you like because that's what they use to play the role get the pussy and then they bounce out right that is some true ass shit. And I don't think women realize how much they do that. Like how much they say, oh, I like flowers. Oh, I like this. And I think it's ways you can still say that without saying it within the first two times of meeting someone. So they check those boxes and now you out here looking like boo-boo the fool. So I just wanted to give you your credit on that one too. So I definitely think like it's a it's a it's a it's a way to go about saying like what we like and we discussing things that we like to do, things we like. And I mean some people are just taking notes to only use for like to their advantage. And like that's why unfortunately like we need to wait. Like, I mean, fellas, don't be mad at me. Like the longer we wait, the longer we get a chance to show our true self or if there's gonna be consistency. So, like, if I do something for two weeks or three weeks, like, is that really consistency? Like, mm-hmm. I can sit every day for 15 days. Like, that's not going to fucking kill me. But can <laughs> I do two months without getting pussy? Can I take you out to eat? Can I buy you flowers? Can I do all the little things that I'm going to do consistently over the course of three to six months? And still, at the same time, like, keep that same level of interest when you're saying, no, I just need to get to know you better. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, and I mean, and that's if that's what you want. I mean, like I always say some women, like I want to fuck just like he want to fuck. Well, I want to find out what it is off the break. So don't be mad when you get that energy right back. But if you like, okay, I want something different. You got to do something different. And I mean, most guys, 
if they're not really interested, they're going to fade. You know, it takes a like certain type of man that's like, oh, I'm going to do all of this shit, get everything at the three to six months and still be that nigga that skate off. But for the most part, like somebody who's spending money and time, like that will that shit will expose you. Like some people got money to burn, but a lot of people don't have money and time to burn. That's that is a fair point, because I mean, everything comes down to time and money. And it's funny, I went on a date with a guy. And I can tell he was just trying to fuck. And it was cool, right? And so... He probably heard the show, but go ahead. He may, which I can... I I never tell guys when I first meet them about that because I don't want them to go listen and make preconceived notions about who I am. But maybe he did. I don't know. We never discussed it. But he pretty much... I could tell he was getting annoyed. And, like, his energy was annoying me. And I was like, what's on your mind? And he was like, well, I... I just want to ask you, like, are you one of them girls that make niggas wait 90 days? And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, I was just trying to see, like, how we can move this connection that, you know, further, whatever the fuck he said. And I was like, well, homeboy, it really comes down to time of money. <laughs> I was like, either you're going to spend money or you're going to invest time. And it's one or the other. And I was like, at this point, you've done... You've not invested enough time or spent enough money for me to want to fuck you. <laughs> right. But even, even at that, like, it still come down to, like, even as the time and money, it still come down to a feeling, right? So it's, like, still got to be a connection there. Like, you can go out with somebody for a whole year, they can spend money, time, and you'd be like, yeah, it's still not moving me. Like, yeah. I, yeah, like, I didn't been around, like, what some people might consider to be, like, she a bad bitch or this, that. And it's, like, I had a couple times of chilling with her coming up, like, if, if, like, I'm out with you for so many times and, like, I don't feel nothing, like, it, st- it just started to make me feel like I'm forcing it. Like, I don't want to force nothing. And then when I'm, like, locked in and, like, we together or we dealing with each other, like, my dick hard the whole time I'm around you. Like, like we in line at the movies. I'm putting my dick on your butt just to be smart. Like, you feel like <laughs> time you turn around, like, I'm patting your hand on, like, you feel that? Like, I'm just... You like we that connection is there, but like if you don't have that connection, like that should just be perp- like it'd be pointless because you know it's shit gonna be wet. It's very rare that like you don't have a that connection. is very rare. You have sex and then it's like oh shit, like we finally connected. Like you got to connect during a kiss or like some type of laughter or something. Like damn, I knew it. I remember this one time I was trying to make it work with this nigga because I knew he had a little coin and. When we kissed, I felt not like normally you get the little butterfly in your pussy, you, you, you do whatever. Nothing was moved, but yeah, I still went. That's the same thing for us. Like, if we start kissing and my dick don't get chubby, like, then like we definitely not gonna be nothing. <laughs> like, right but in that I... moment, like, that's too, that's too much for me not to get chubby now. I I know I'm gonna get hard, but if I don't even get chubby, like, oh, we done. Like, it's yeah, gonna be- like, but I still went against my better judgment and fuck. And I was like, see, I knew, I knew from the kiss this shit was gonna be. Like- <laughs> the kiss does it all. Like, I'm telling you, like, the way it's the same thing. We like if you know the kiss and I working like it is. Yeah, no. Nah. So, okay, that's like an equation. It's time, money, and attraction. Time, money, and attraction. 
It is. And I mean, I, I think that's real and you want to sacrifice that. Like, if you are sacrificing one of those things, like, the other stuff got to be, like, far superseding. Like, you can, um, you just, you can, uh, you can, like, one thing's got to be, like, way far better than the other one. You know what I mean? Mm. But, like, if you're on a pie chart, like, everything is equal time, money. <laughs> but then it's, like, they don't have no money. They spend a whole lot of time, and that's a whole lot of, <laughs> they don't have a whole lot of time. They spending a whole lot of money and is a heavy attraction. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. So I'm gonna say this to you too. You and I know your friends. I'm saying this like not knowing your friends. But if I had asked you and I didn't know your friends, and I was like, Brian, hook me up with one of your homeboys, what would your answer to that be? Nah. <laughs> okay. So I don't like, I don't like, so my thing is, this is my problem with hooking people up. So if I hook you up with one of my homeboys, I now become the person in the middle and you're my friend and then my friend. Mm -hmm. So one, I don't feel comfortable trying to police what the fuck they do around me because that's my homeboy and being like, yo, don't cheat on my girl. Don't do it like that. And then at the same time, like vice versa. You know, you doing something and I'm looking at you like, yo, you doing my man wrong. Um, or y'all getting into arguments and shit. And now I'm in the fucking middle. Like, okay. And now my fucking housewarming or cookout. <laughs> both of y'all gonna come, but y'all want some Issa and whatever the nigga name shit was because they had the same friends and they all like still get there stunting on each other. Like, that shit just be messy. Okay, that's fair. So where would you tell your advice to single women to meet men? Where do they meet men? Because I don't want to do date naps. A lot of people don't want to do date naps no more. I mean, nobody's referring nobody. Well, here's the thing. I feel like people refer men, but they don't refer women to hook up. And these events, it'd be the same old side ass people. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like, really, when you look at the number of men you know, like, how many are single? Very few. Right. And so the definition of single has to be reevaluated because niggas be like, I'm single because I'm not married. Now, like, who living with somebody who in a relationship, but they say they single, but they still fucking their baby mama, like, shit like that. So I don't know too many men who's, like, single. So, like, if, if if my buddy is actually single, he just got a bunch of hoes. I just want you to stop right here because this is the point I was trying to make to, on another podcast. Men are not single. Not. They're not single in the same capacity that women are single. Right. So, if you're single and you ain't got no hoes, like, now I don't, I'm questioning if you even a good match for my homegirl anyway. Because if you ain't got no hoes in this, in this 2022... Were they giving that shit away? Like, you got to still have some hopes. Like, um, I never had a time when I just, like, didn't have nothing. I mean, I, I pride myself on being able to always to go back in the bucket. Like, So that's the thing. Like, I could go back in the bucket. But I'm no, right. Everybody can. I just think a man is usually single because nobody either stepped up to like prove himself that that's what he want. And he can still 
go out there and be like, I'm going to cut, start cutting these off. But most of the time, it might just be a situation where he's scared to be in a relationship or I'm not getting married again. I ain't doing that shit. So they just stay single and just fuck with a bunch of hoes because it's easy. Like being in a relationship and being like doing the right thing is hard. Like it's easy to just fuck hoes and not have no responsibility and not having to take nobody out and not have to think of date nights, keep shit fresh, be consistent. That's the most easiest shit to do because you don't have to do anything consistently but go fuck these hoes. Like, <laughs> nah, real talk. Like, it's just, this shit is very simple. But when you decide, like, I'm going to commit to this situation and I'm not going to take the easy route and fuck these bitches in my DM or fuck bitches that I know that I could still fuck who not going to call me, who only want me to just come through with that hammer, you know, and that's it. And then you still got to be consistent and communicate and you got to like open yourself up to like when things ain't perfect, because in that first six months, the shit be just fucking perfect. But then you got to keep that same energy, like that same energy that got her like, yo, let's go make candles. Let's go sip and paint. Oh, you know what you're doing? Let's go to our favorite restaurant. Hey, put a dress on. I felt like we needed that energy. Like a lot of guys get to the point where they just like mm. get comfortable because that shit is hard to do. It's hard to keep that level of consistency. A lot of shit is easy to get. It's hard to maintain. Interesting. Because that's the thing. I just feel like I know, to your point, I know maybe three single men out of all the men I know. But I know 23 single women. <laughs> yeah, and... That- so women don't be all the way single neither. Let's not let women off. Oh, no. I feel like no. women are more single than men. Some of y'all be having y'all little hoes, too. That y'all now, still- here's the thing. I am single. Single, single, single. I have technically no one on the bench, right? Yes, That's- there are people I can call to fuck. Right. I just When I meet people, I just always, like when I was single, I always led with this whole thing like, you know, like, is anybody really single? Like, I will always start with that, right? And I'd be like, because the women might say, like, oh, you deal with somebody, you got a girl. No, I have a girl. Um, you know, I'm single, but, you know, I hang out. I got friends. Because I always wanted to be, like, in the beginning, like I told you, I had people. So women will think that because we talk every day for two weeks, and then we fuck, and we went out twice and had a good time, now they gone. Like, no, bitch, they still there. <laughs> <laughs> So and you now think for two weeks, I gotta go get him sometime. <laughs> so women get possessive. Right. Oh, no, okay. also, also like the challenge of taking a nigga from another bitch. That's why women like fucking with men who got girls. I don't know what it is, but I yeah. went live impromptu today and some man in there said this. Like, well, it's the other problem is that men are probably single, but women like men who are already attached to somebody. Yeah. There's something attractive about a man who has already committed to another woman who either post his woman, you know, show that he's a good father, a good family man. It's something attractive about that to y'all where it's like you post your wife and your kids and the motherfucker like, damn, you look good. Like, damn, like, but you ain't just see me with my family. I feel like that is just maybe a certain type of woman because that don't never move me. Well, there's a lot of women who like fucking people who married or in relationships. Yeah, that don't move me. I don't like sharing dick. A lot of women out here, do a poll on your your page. Yes. Have you ever 
fucked with a nigga who you openly knew was in a relationship. Like you knew for sure this man was either had a girlfriend, wife, fiance. And okay. I think that shit gonna be like 80%. Like <laughs> <laughs> but you fucked a nigga that was in a relationship. Me? Yeah, you motherfucker. Who else I'm talking to? Patriot? <laughs> I was like, me? I'm trying to run my whole facts in my head. <laughs> I just think of a time when you knew somebody had a girl or whatever, and you still was like, fuck it. I remember a time you fucked somebody who had a girl. Oh, my. It was one of your little friends who came oh, over you- to the house. <laughs> you got said on here. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? You said it on one of the episodes. Well, maybe I did. Shit, I just don't remember. But... You might be right. right. I'll concede. But the whole point is, like, I, I mean, and, and a lot of women are past that. They say they past now, but. Oh, shit, I, I know you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, for a lot of men that I know, like, I think the hardest thing for them is trying to be faithful in a sense that, like, women just don't give a fuck. And they go extra hard, like, for these men who I know are already taken. I mean, shit, I lived that life at some point, too. So it's like, you know, you're like, yeah, I got a girl, and the DMs keep rolling. Like, they just act like they skipped over that part. Like, next thing is, I was like, oh. Maybe the, maybe the message did not go through. Nah, the message. <laughs> like, a, it's almost like a measuring stick, too, when they see your girl. So it's like almost this thing, too, where some women see me that your girl look good. And then it's like a self-esteem thing for them to like almost compare themselves to what you got. Mm. Like some niggas only fuck with girls because of another nigga had fucked with her before. Like the bitch really not that bad, but because her, her whole facts, it is like her last nigga had a couple dollars. He was somebody in the city. Now niggas think she's hot shit, but the bitch really. All right. She just, all right. Like she ain't that, but Oh yeah, that's, that's such and such old girl. I don't give a fuck who the nigga she was. Fucking she okay. You made it like she better because that's, oh, she used to mess with Jamie Foxx or Rick Ross. That's the girl Rick Ross was doing. Like, that don't make her better. I'm nodding. I'm agreeing. Because, I, I mean, I definitely feel like some dudes, like, will fuck a girl after you just to be like, they fuck somebody who you fucked with. Fucked with. Now, I I feel like I've had that happen. One of my days working at a very uh, high school-like environment here in Baltimore. I will never go there again. Um, my uh, name my S- name got in the streets. SSA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that is one thing I tried to pride myself on. My my name is not in these motherfucking streets. And the person who was saying that they fucked me, I was really taken aback. Like, how dare this nigga say he fucked me? Nah. But you know what? That was one of my top five thought jobs. So and then, <laughs> that definitely reeks of of <laughs> thoughtness. And it's a lot of like it's a lot of that going on in that environment. So when you so when you're single. And you're on the market, where do you meet women? Out and about, or is it referrals? So I'd rather meet women on in person rather than social media. So it's like you get the social media people 
and you go through all their pictures and stuff like that. And then you eventually like meet up with them and kind of see them. Like I might flirt a little on social media, but I don't want to flirt too hard till I see like everything about you in person. Cause it's like, you'd be so disappointed when you meet people after you really like get past that one fire profile pic. So for me, I'd rather like, if I was single tomorrow, I would do what I said on my post the other day. I would go strictly to giant Nolan's mills, <laughs> home goods, home sense at home. I would do shit like walk down the aisle and be like, Oh, excuse me. Like, Hey, you know, like I just put, white shutters in my downstairs and I'm looking for some art. Do you think like this would just be too crazy to put there? And they'd be like, no, no, no. And I'd be like, I probably should show you the space, like not in a picture on my phone, but maybe like invite you over for dinner or something one day. Like I silly shit or something. And they'd be like, (laughs) and keep walking. But if I don't see no ring, I'm going to go get her. But I think those places, like that's the new club like church shit like that like i don't i don't want no bitches out the club at this point like i don't want no girl who on the scene because that's the thing like as much as people might say oh brian he a tie he hot he just people can't name three people that i fucked because i don't fuck no chicks who'll be all over the internet all in the all in their pictures turning around you know and every loud doing a whole bunch of mess so it's like, if you don't know me and know the people that I dealt with, like my name, not in the streets, people say stuff about me because they know me and they know my face, but they don't really know me. Like people can't name three people that I've been with and you know me. So it's like, you know, you can't name three people I've been with outside of the people I had public relationships with. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be like, oh, he was fucking all these sororas and this <laughs> The alliance is like, oh, I fuck. I Brian. would never say that, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's this impression. Like, I'm like a thought or a hoe. Like, I was married for a long time, like, like three or five years. <laughs> Not a long time. <laughs> oh no, that's a long time when you when your I mean, your name is off the streets. Count, yes, yes. You count the years you were dating and doing stuff like that. Like around the same time, like you know. That's a long time now. So, yeah. okay. So you're saying that I had tried to say that um, when I do be going to the Home Depot in the Lowe's, a little nigga was trying to help me pick out a trash can and some shit. Um, <laughs> so I tried to go in there with some yoga pants on, some tight leggings or some shit. It's always niggas in the Home Depot in the Lowe's. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, at this point in life, you just want to meet people just out doing regular shit. Like, you don't want to be people out looking to be... Drunk. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I just want to meet people there and I'll be in my house cause I pay a lot of money for it and I've paid a lot of money for the things in it. So I enjoy it, <laughs> but I know these motherfuckers not going to come up to my house. So I do got to go out on 90% of the men in my DMS. I would never fuck unless it was desperate, desperate times. Um, See, I used to say sit at the bar and stuff like that, but I feel like some guys have mastered the art of hanging around the bar looking for single women. <gasps> Yo, when we were out in Raleigh last weekend, we were watching this man put the moves on this bitch at the bar. And you could tell he do it. And when I left, we were laughing about it because I was like, yo, he got declined. She did not go for it, but he was going hard on it, buying drinks for her and her friend, turn, touching her every time he said something. 
And then they laughed. So he went upstairs and I was like, yo, he can be big down here in 30 minutes at this fucking hotel bar. Putting the moves on somebody else because somebody's going upstairs to that room tonight. <laughs> yeah. and some people literally like, that's that thing. Like, oh, I'm going to go to Roof Chris or I'm going to go to such and such and sit at the bar. And that's where they just like, oh, at the bar, I'm going to meet somebody. So you meet somebody. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to meet somebody who's like out on the prowl? Just like you trying to get met, but you don't want to meet somebody on the prowl. Like, you know what I mean? Like y'all both got the same idea, but you're looking for something that's a little bit more like into like whatever. Like I could be somewhere where you just run into people. I just feel like you just got to be out and be seen. Just be out and be seen and give up. Smile. I try to be out and seen. I be smiling when I, I, and that's the thing. I'm a very outgoing personality. Um, so I do engage with people when I'm out. I don't talk to strangers. Mm, but you could like, hi, like I get women, <laughs> like I'm walking down the aisle or I'm in the market and I get women might say hi, speak, you know, wave. I don't think they want me, but at the same time, I think they just giving off good energy just because you made eye contact. Like they might be with their family or something, but it's just like, okay, like that's fine. But still, like if a man going even try to talk to you, he don't want to feel like he about to come and get rejected because you all frowned up and you already not giving off any signals. So like some of y'all missing your blessing because your face be too screwed up. Or like I said before, some women be too dressed up when they trying to be. You've always said this to me. No, because dudes be feeling like, and not me. I'm not a dressy bitch, but I know. Somebody said the other day, like 30-year-old men, and it was like, the guy looked at the girl, and it was like $100 earrings, $800 something, $800 bag. And he was like, no, and just kept walking down the aisle. But it was just like, sometimes men look at women and just be like, so, like, I don't know. It just I don't know if it's like, it look Is like. Is that I- why the men pick you up when you look the bummiest? Yo, we like that shit, though. I was in the liquor store, right? Like that shit because it's real, it's raw. Like we don't like when y'all all made up and all this extra stuff. Like you cool as shit when you in that. Like you also carry in the different when you in that. You're right because when it's all beat snap, I'm cute, right? <laughs> but I'm literally in the liquor store. I had on sunglasses, a mask. My hair is up in the things because I still had the the um my hair was out. I had the the rollers in. This nigga couldn't see nothing on my face, literally nothing. And he's like, "Oh, miss, let me let me get the door for you." And I'm like, "Okay, thank you, sir." Then he carrying the bottles to the the counter for me. Then he ain't offered to pay, but he <laughs> opened the door. He put him in the car, and he's like. Oh, can I get your number? So I wasn't attracted to him, but I still gave my number. Like, fuck it. Like, I don't got nothing to lose. <laughs> I gave him my number. But when I got back in the car and I looked at myself, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, sometimes, like, we sitting back and we looking at the friend group and the one friend that's, like, overly accessorized and all dressed up and looking expensive as shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to let her pass. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go for the one that's the same a little bit more down to earth. <laughs> like, I mean, that's fair been, enough. So here's look, the thing. Like a headache. I said that I was going to try to create some little get togethers 
where there may be single people. I want to try to have a singles event. I don't know what the fuck that looks like. But you one thing do, you can do I, it with your platform. I think you can do it. I think I'm gonna try to pull one off. But, but Martha, men never show up. That's the problem. Men don't show up. So I'm thinking I may have to make the women bring men, like bring somebody you're not interested in kind of situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know how to get men there because men don't come. And another man had told me like two reasons why he did not like going to those types of singles events. The first one being our earlier point, all men are not sing- men are not single. Cause he's like, I'm going to run into somebody I know. And then two, he was like, women get very possessive. Whereas men are going to these singles events. Like, Oh, let me connect with as many people I can vibe with and follow up later. Women are like, I'm going to find a nigga not I'm going to find a couple of diggers I vibe with and we'll figure the rest out later and let it weed out. And I was like, that is an interesting, very fair point that I don't think women probably know that they're doing that behavior. And we'll figure that out. The other thing I said I was going to do, remember those little, um, I don't even know if they do these fucking things anymore. Remember those ski weekends? Be on that pink flyer. Um, you take the bus up to the Poconos. And everybody come downstairs in lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw one, we didn't have it. But I've never been to one. And I always, like, we had this whole, like, weekend plan. There's going to be, like, a lingerie party. And I'm like, oh, shit, this shit going to be on the hook. Like, I got to get a room by myself. <laughs> but, yeah, that was back when we was throwing parties. It was cool, but we didn't we didn't get enough people to sign up in time. That's the thing, it. stuff like that. You never get enough people. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring back the pink ski trip flyer. <laughs> oh, I don't know where that's going to go. Like, you could do a live show, like, at the event or something. Yeah, so we'll see. I say all these grand ideas, and we're going to figure it out. But that's the thing. Like, we don't want to show up to the singles event, and then they're like, girl, guess who was there? Like, good nigga you talked to. Like, he was there. That's why men don't go. And so my thing, too, is if I go out, right? Like, when I would go out and I would meet somebody, I had this thing where, like, my quota was filled, like, once I got that first number. And then, like, I got lost. Like, I didn't want to see you again after I got your number. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, but, like, I booked you, and I don't want to, like, run into you and have awkward conversation with you again. I'd rather just wait until I talk to you again. But I also don't want to be, like, over in the corner dancing with somebody else and you watching me. Now it's, like, that much harder for me to, like, connect with yeah. you. Because you like, damn, you was all over the club afterwards. As <laughs> soon <Like, laughs> as I get that number, I'm like, Pew! like, I'm going <laughs> Like, I'm going to wait anyway, like, till a little later to watch you a little bit before I get the number. But at the same time, like, I just want to see how you move or, like, see if you notice me, whatever. But in that moment, like, once I got that number, my quota was met. Like, if I, back when I was younger, you go out and you and meet three, four people. And the next morning, you drank so much, you don't even know who's who. So it was was pointless. So now that was me one New Year's Eve. Gave yeah. out my number mad times. Like, these fools are texting me. I'm like, I don't even know this nigga name, what he look like. <laughs> so it's better to get one, have a good five-minute conversation with her. Y'all vibing, y'all tripping, and then boom, be gone. Like, all right, well, I'm about to get out of here. And I holler at you, you know, whatever. But you don't want to be like hanging around in the club with that person. Cause like you said, women are possessive and they'll be sitting there watching your ass all night. <laughs> No, it makes sense. It makes sense. So we're gonna see. I'm gonna try to cultivate something. We'll see if it flop. It flop. I'm not trying that shit again. But I hear y'all humble cries, and we're gonna try to make it work out. I do want. We're gonna change gears before we wrap up. 
Y'all already know when before Brian comes on in between his appearances, he just sends me topics like, yo, we got to talk about this. And so now I'm trying to figure out where his brain was going on this one. Cause he was like, we got to talk about prenups. <laughs> it, that was going on, but not so much now. Like it was like at the time it was this whole big thing about like prenups. And I was just like, are people, my question was are regular people like us getting prenups? I will. I would advise you to as well. But I mean, so. Because here's the thing. So for me, I don't believe in prenups. Why? Because I never, I never go into a relationship without feeling like I'm willing to be like, this is mine, this is yours. Like once that moment where I'm like, I want to marry you, I want to give you everything that I have. You give me everything that you have. Like we open access up to each other. I feel like it's too many people trying to separate themselves and their things. And that's the reason why it don't work because you so busy trying to fix your fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) You so busy, like trying to hold on to your little bit of shit you got. And I'm holding on to my little, like in the grand scheme of things, we ain't got shit. So it's like, I'm going to beg to different. sir. you have like three different fucking businesses. Yeah, but if we got married tomorrow, the state of Maryland already says that the house that I already owned before I married you is still mine. If I don't turn around and put you on my deed for this property, you don't have no rights to it. Same thing with your house. At the end of the day, nobody's going to be able to take that and be like, oh, this is mine. That's whatever. But yeah, like I got businesses, but I also don't look at it like my woman or anybody is being with me because of my businesses or the money that I make. Like it's if it's truly I love that you're so like optimistic like that. I'm I mean, getting a fucking prenup. Nobody wants to be with a, a dude who's a bump. So I think it's an advantage and you end up with a better woman because you do work hard or you got like a certain type of caliber woman or whatever, but she also should be bringing her shit to the table. And like, if I'm bringing what I make to the table and you bring what you make to the table and we off by like 30, 40 grand or 50 grand, like really, is that a big difference? Maybe. Will you hate my fucking guts? Yeah, it may be a big difference. End of the day, like, it's not a business arrangement for me. Like, some people are like, oh, the That's first... amazing. I just, I'm a just, I'm a, like... You look at you being a true romantic. I am. I'm a hopeless romantic, and I feel like my parents, 50 years, and it's a completely different era, but I still feel like, yo, that real shit ain't got nothing to do with no money. It ain't got nothing to do with no status. Like, my mother never had a job. When she did have a job, they was, like, bullshit jobs just to be able to buy me, like, Hilfiger and Polo and shit like that. But it was more so, like, she just held shit down. Like, she was just, like, the eyes and the brains of the house. Like, my mother got, like, a high school education, but she's smart as shit. Like, on some, like, on some, like, common sense type shit, right? Whereas a lot of these women be having a whole bunch of fucking degrees and no common sense. Like that's that's true. Like but I just feel like their way out of a fucking parking lot to figure out like how to get away from some shit. Be walking right into like letting dumb niggas get hit them with dumb shit on the internet, sending them a picture. Oh yes, he wanted my profile. Like why you get that nigga your number? Like oh, cause I you know like you so smart, but you dumb. Like it's a lot of smart dummies. So I think that's great. It's amazing you have that amazing example of your parents. 
<laughs> I do not. <laughs> and so but make, so what is it that you're trying to protect so much that like you feel like you would need a prenup? So for me, it really is the safety net, right? Like I probably, I know I have trust issues. It's still being worked out in therapy, but it's like, I don't have no, I am my fallback plan. Right. And so if some shit went wrong for women, usually I'm never going to be the woman who learned like, I don't want to co-mingle my money when I'm married. I don't want to. I don't want you to be in charge of the finances. Like we could do this shit together because I just never want to be asked out. So if any moment you like, you know what? Fuck you, Booney. I want a divorce. Or I'm like, fuck you, nigga. I want a divorce. It's just clean and easy. I don't want us us to have to think about it. So, all right, you keep your retirement. You keep all your shit. I keep all my shit. What we got together, we split. Like, let's say that when it's good. So when you hate me, (laughs) We not fighting over no petty shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess I ain't had shit to get my ex-wife on our divorce. So I was just like, take this child support. (laughs) (laughs) my house. But that's what I'm like, I'm looking at. Like, house, but that that house had nothing to do with her anyway. Um, Her house was in her name. It had nothing to do with me. And I I look at, like, somebody I know who got got divorced. They they had a... Assets or anything, like, you got to be together long enough and accustomed to a certain lifestyle to be able to get alimony. And that lifestyle can't be like we split the bills or he paid the mortgage and I paid all of the bitch bills. Like to get alimony and shit like that, you really got to be, to be like, I wasn't working and yeah. he covered. Yeah. Like, yeah. But if you got just as much shit as I got, like yeah, we want to sit down and be like, all right, yo, let's, let's do this. But if you like, I want to keep the house and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm going to be like, all right, well, take my fucking equity out. Like, refine that bitch. Give me my 80000 And that's what you could say in your prenup. I don't know. I just feel like it's a bad omen to So I get because you're so the love side of marriage that you're like, you're already dooming it. And why are we talking about this? I get it. I hate the what if it don't work thing. Like, what if it don't work? Like, you already just, like, giving up, just saying, like, what if it don't work? What if what if it doesn't? What if we soar? What if we fly? <laughs> and we can't continue to do that. And then this document is just like the little marriage license, a piece of paper. They was talking about somebody who didn't get a prenup. And it was, like, made me think of it. And I was just like, I don't know, man. Like. So I get how it can draw the uncertainty around the relationship, right? Like, damn, bitch, you already thinking about the end, but it's not really that. It's just, I'm really just protecting myself. I think it would just make me feel very secure. And when I feel secure, I'm a better woman for you, daddy. I'm a better woman for you, daddy. That's how I'm going to say it when I position it. Because I probably would be the one who bring it up. Like, I just could never be asked out. And that's where it comes. I can't ever be financially insecure. Like, I just can't allow myself to do that. Um, and what if, like, I feel like people be conning motherfuckers nowadays, like, and I also blame women for not doing their own due diligence on the motherfucker. But, like, the stories I'm hearing of women who have gotten played or conned by men, baby yeah. girl. That's because y'all don't be having a common sense, neither. Some should be. <laughs> no. 
I be hearing stories and it'd be like, yeah, you know, we seen each other like once a week. Like, how are you in a relationship and like y'all don't see each other? Like, how did y'all just like get married off of never being around each other's families? Like, how did y'all get married off of like never really like knowing what a person did for a living? Like, people be crazy. Like, some shit just don't make sense. Like, common sense, like, shit start to add up. Like, you knew this motherfucker ain't taking care of his kid that he told you about when y'all met. You never How about him. that? Bingo. And then all of a sudden, like, you like, he don't take care of our kids. Like, oh, duh. You know, but it just be so much shit where, I don't know, like, I'm different. If I trust you, I probably let you handle the money. I'd be like, yo, um, let's open up a joint account or whatever. And I'm going to put like the mortgage and the rest of the money in there and shit like that. Because it's like, I don't want to deal with it. Like handle I that. I support that. Handle that shit, babe. But at the end of the day, like that's already because I know you handle your shit. I already seen that. seven so this score. I already know. <laughs> I had to do too. That like was real. When I was in marriage counseling, they had to bring out a credit report to marriage counseling. And like talk about it. And when you are declined, my daughter's face on me. Um, <laughs> when you are in that position where you like bring your credit report, the person look at, you know, um, the things you know, the things that you have along with, um, what you have, negative or positive. Like that opens up a whole nother conversation. That's a level of vulnerability that woo. I mean, that's what it comes with, though. But that's why I'm saying, like, when you put all of that stuff out there and you really get to, like, unmask people for who they are, at some point, we got to discuss, like, what you bringing home, what you making, what you got going on. I mean, that's real. Like, if we're going to go buy a house together and we and, like, I don't believe in I would never like I just bought a house. I would never want to, like, this be my house for my relationship. Because this house is already being set up the way that I want it. You know, it's funny. And I, in this new space that I'm in, I have been making design choices, not for men, but like thinking like, well, what if I got with somebody and we lived here briefly together? Like, is the house going to be too girly? And I'm not a girly girl anyway, so it would never. But like, I was thinking about like that, like, is this space inviting enough for a man to live here temporarily? I'm with you too. Cause I, this is my house. <laughs> it would never be our house. <laughs> stay your house too. Like, like I said, there's laws that it stay your house too, unless you decide to put him on a deed. But oh, I feel never. something about going into a space together new. And yeah. I'm all for that. Let's pick, pick it out. Let's go pick this space out. And I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like I'm like you could de- you could decorate the whole fucking house. All I want is the basement and outdoor patio. Like, just give me my basement, give me the outdoor patio. Like, I'll carve you out a little space in the basement for when you want to come down here with me. But fo- most of this shit gonna be jerseys, alcohol, <laughs> paddles, all types of like cute boots, dogs everywhere. Like, you can be like, oh, this shit is definitely a man cave. But the rest of the house could be. Rosy fucking pink. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. But I just feel like that's a space where people mess up too. So, like, somebody is like, okay, he's moving in with me. She's moving in with me. And now y'all, like, awkward because the person never feel at home. Like, you still treating it like it's your house. 
It's my house. Yeah. That's going to be a very, because I'm about to do, I don't even know if I've ever said this on here, but I've never lived with a man. Mm. And I'm going to be 38. That is going to be a hard adjustment for me. I already know it. When niggas be here for five days, I'll be like, this motherfucker, if he leave them shoes there one more time. <laughs> five days? Why nigga there for five days? I mean, because he want to post up and fuck. Like, <laughs> Damn, fuck that. That's like, see, I never wanted to do that when I was single. Like, I don't want to stay tonight and be over there all day because it's giving... It's giving relationship. It's giving vibes. this pussy is good. That's what it's giving. Yeah, and it's like giving like I want to get the fuck out of here while it's still good before I get tired of it. After five days, I'm like, it's been- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's literally the longest I've ever like been in the same space with someone that I've been dating or fucking. It's five days. But yeah, I mean, that's that's key though. Like for those people who are out there and they trying to make something work, like get your own space with the person. Um, talk about finances, talk about like, you know, show your credit report, talk about credit scores, because when you find out down the road that all these dates you've been taking you on is on a credit card and like every trip y'all done went on. Y'all gonna be eating pork and beans. (laughs) It's important to even be able to help that person with their finances and understand like, hey, like. But you can kind of see some of that stuff the way people move because this one guy, my ex-boyfriend, I knew he was really good with money and I could see it. And I was at that time real fucked up with money. And so he, it inspired me because I knew at that time, I thought we were headed towards that conversation of, Oh shit. He going to ask me. And when I show him this shit, he is not going to want to marry me. Like I know this nigga credit score is like eight forty. He got mad. <laughs> So it made me get my shit together because I didn't want to be the financial slacker. Yeah, I mean, I think that's very important that, like, you deal with somebody who make you better, but also understand, like, where you weak at. And it'd be too many people out here trying to keep up. And it's like, when you're out here trying to keep up and you're doing too much, like, you put yourself in a hole. And, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it's it can be crazy. So it's like, I don't never want to be in a position where like I'm not moving right or doing something like I'm, I'm quick to say, yeah, I just bought this house. I don't have it. Like, Oh yeah. Like I'm getting some stuff done for the house. Like I don't have it. And I love the fact that like, you just be be like, okay, like not no whole, like we, well, we need to go do nah. Like when you got that person and you already see, she can't be comfortable sitting in the fucking house. Run. <laughs> telling you like real niggas be happy to have a chick who want to just sit around the fucking house because they got a new house with a nice tv and a throw blanket we could just sit and chill or you come in. netflix and chill yeah and then the thing is y'all be dealing with niggas who y'all ain't even never been to their house like oh don't be don't be putting the dagger in and twisting it ding 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 like by himself <laughs> I, that was my running joke for it. Cause I told this nigga one time we are done. If I do not go to your house in the next week, like it's over. Like, is do you have a wife? Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. He's at that motherfucking house. Cause I was like, I'm not talking to you no more. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, think, I think that's a red flag. If you've never been to a nigga house. Yeah. Cause sometimes it's like people are like trying to hide something from you when they don't want you in that space. So, like, when somebody in that space, it's like a rites of passage. It's like, 
honorable that like I share my space. No, like, it is. It's a big deal. If you've if yeah. you've been to my house in any capacity, I fuck with you. Yeah. It's a lot of people I know that I wouldn't let give them my address. There's <laughs> certain points of the relationship and things that, you know, that's why I think it's important for a lot of dudes not even to be bringing chicks to your house that you ain't fucking with like that. Like, you can't bring every chick home that you fuck into your house. You might have to get a hotel some nights because you just don't really want that chick up in your space like that. Oh, like, no. live. Yo, when I live downtown, and I mean, granted, I was 24, 25, chicks really was thinking like, oh, yeah, like, I could see me up in here. Like, it was like... It was a nice house. Right. And it was like, at 24, 25, most people wasn't living like that. So... It was one of those things where, like, a lot of women are not even, like, living like that with their parents. Like, people live still living at home with their mom. So it's like, when certain people see how you live and they get, start thinking in their head, like, the stuff you're talking about where prenup is relevant. Like, oh, he got money. You know, he come from money. or well, some shit like that. They thinking in their mind. Like, they trying to add up, like, what you do for a living. <laughs> all that. And all that is, like, running through their mind. And they, and they, they, they decide if they're going to fuck you or not based off of that. How early they gonna fuck you? If you ain't got shit going, they be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this nigga." You got some shit going, they be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take my time with this." Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I may or may not have been that girl, but it's true. But I got burnt on that. Um, got burnt <laughs> one time, so you got burnt. Not like that, nigga. Don't, you got to clear that up. You can't I mean, say- like, with using that logic that you okay. just presented. Right, but don't be like, I got burnt one time, and then people be like, <laughs> I have a clean bill of health. I'm just anemic as fuck. All right. Well, we definitely did not go ratchet, but I think I really enjoyed talking to you this time, Brian. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, that's that was it. That was good. That was it. Any parting words, friend? Parting words. Um, it's okay to be smart in this whole thing scene and have your degrees and all of that, but please, um, certain things pop out as red flags. Um, go to places where you can just be comfortable, be casual. You don't have to be dressed up. You don't have to be made up. You don't have to have your lashes on and, you know, fresh out the hair salon. Just be regular. <laughs> Guys like regular. You can get dressed up when it's date time and stuff like that too, but we we like when y'all just chill. Like we like we like that regular approachable shit. And if you've been with somebody long enough and you're thinking you're moving to the next level, don't wait until they pop the question and be like, hey, you know, like let's talk about finances. Like because mm. some of y'all talking about, yeah, I want a prenup too, and y'all ain't got shit. Like, so don't be like you want a prenup and you ain't got shit, but at the end of the day, still, that's very important. Get to, your prenup. It's very important to discuss finances and also take my advice. I don't care if it's an apartment or whatever. If you and that person like sharing that space, like create your own space together, and you'll also learn a lot more about the person when they get to like create that same space with you. Lastly, fellas, never moving with. That's it. Never moving right. with fucking it all up right there by moving it with her. She will tell you quick, get the fuck out my house. <laughs> that's gonna be me. Like that's gonna be the struggle I'm gonna have with cohabitation. Is like, 
This my shit, nigga. Get the fuck. Right. Can't never do that as a man. Never. Well, thank you, friend. All right. Bye. All right, that was it for our season 12 opener. I want to thank the homie, the friend, our problematic fave, Brian, for another great episode. I want to also remind you all to be sure to support our sponsor, Dane Products, and use the code Boonie10 to save 10% on your purchase. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. You might just hear your review on a future episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Okay, have a dope-ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet and me always honors the ratcheting you. Homaste. Until next time.